everybody, and welcome to Campus Comics Cast, coming to you from Carbondale, Illinois, with special guests from the Campus Comics crew. And now, here's your host, the man with the previews in hand, Mike No. Hello, and welcome to another uh, episode of Campus Comics Cast. Um, coming to you from inside Campus Comics on a considerably darker <laughs> evening than usual. This is the first podcast we've done after uh, returning to standard time, so it's uh, quite dark. I'll, I don't mind getting that extra hour of sleep, but man, I don't like leaving here in pitch black, <laughs> getting nothing done at all outside. But anyway, put enough of that. We're going to be going through our um, monthly trip through the previews catalog. Um, this is the November of 2018 previews with product. Mostly the print stuff should start shipping in, uh, in January of 2019. The holidays are upon mm-hmm. us. And uh, so if you hear us talk about anything in here and during this uh, podcast that you are interested in, the cutoff for this is I have to uh, have my order submitted to Diamond uh, by November 26th. So you actually get a couple extra days. I assume that's because of the Thanksgiving holiday. So the Friday would usually be that. So they're extending it to basically Monday morning following Thanksgiving. So if you hear anything you're interested in, you have till Monday the 26th of November to get a hold of us. Stop in the store. You know, pick up your own previews as we always encourage you to do. So uh, I'm going to start going through the previews, like I said, and here to. By the way, I'm Mike, <laughs> owner operator here at Campus Comics, and to join me as per usual are Scott Reed and Dan Brown. All right, so I guess we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. Going to do the, how are we going to do it? Going to do DC, DC Marvel, in the big book. Yep. Okay, make sure I have everything together here. Like I hadn't had enough time all day to do that. So, anyway. <laughs> I'll I tell you what, DC and Marvel this month are both doing screwy things. Oh, yeah? Yeah, at least, at least I, I think they're just doing screwy things. Not just with some of the, their decisions that they're making. So, more so Marvel than DC, but... With their but, books uh, themselves, yeah. Or just with, the way we'll talk about it when we get there. Okay. So right. just know that there's some weirdness, some weirdness, weirdness coming. Is so, upon us. which I think this is part of the weirdness here on page one of the DC catalog. Yeah. We get a we get a new imprint, Wonder Comics, coming from DC that Brian Michael Bendis is going to head. Uh, now, my opinion is that they're giving Bendis a little bit too much too early. I mean, what do you guys think? Oh. I mean, when does quality start failing? And I, yeah. I've not heard anybody that's been absolutely blown away Mm-mm. by his action in Superman already. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then I mean, I got on there. I mean, this is obviously all part of the deal of bringing him over sure. from Marvel. You know, DC mm-hmm. really wanted him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they promised him quite a bit, and we're seeing that now. Mm-hmm. Again, I was, you know, go back and listen to the older episodes. I was totally pumped for him coming to DC, and mm-hmm. I was just really kind of you know disappointed in the man of steel miniseries i've been i get the superman books off and on depending on the creative teams and i've been buying it for several years but i've, I've dropped him mm-hmm. now i just wasn't enthused with his take on superman right uh i haven't been able to read his batman stuff yet because i just now found the books at walmart but <laughs> <laughs> i had to go don't to walmart start. To yeah. don't start don't start <laughs> but i mean that's mm-hmm. you know the extent of it that's been my you know exposure to his work at dc so far mm-hmm. um 
Yeah, yeah of I mean, course, yeah. you know, along with this, you know, I mean, so he got action and Superman, two of their flagship mm-hmm. titles, obviously. Yeah. And then brought all his Jinx World stuff right. with him, you know, all his original stuff and included some new titles with that, you know, mm-hmm. with Pearl and cover, stuff like that, which have, has anybody read any of those? No. Yeah. 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 yeah, me neither. So now. And he's going to be writing two of the new imprint books. Mm-hmm. There's four books that are coming out on this imprint. we got Young Justice, a, I think a completely new uh, character, character Naomi, yeah, Naomi. Mm-hmm. the Wonder Twins, which is kind of for the you know the the child in me, is sounds kind of interesting because we got you know uh, Jan and Jan, or uh, yeah Jan and uh, I forgot the guys. Oh name. man, Zan and Jana. Zan, there we go, Zan and Jana. There we go, and then Doll H for Hero. I tell you what, it can't be any worse than the last time they used Wonder Twins back in the Extreme Justice series <laughs> in the nineties. So anything he's <clears throat> come up with for those characters is going to be decent. Well, he's not writing Wonder Twins. Right. He's going to write Naomi, which is the new character, and. Young Justice. Um, now, <laughs> oh, Wonder Twins is its own title. Yes, Wonder yeah, Twins is going to be its own. Okay, well, I thought be they were own part title. of the. Young it's not Justice. solicited. It's not yeah, solicited. It's not, oh, it's not okay. It's yes. on the first yeah, the, page yeah, interview intro thing. Now, and I, Wild it's H. like this is a little arrogant, I think, on business's part. There's this quote in here. It's like Wonder Comics is a pop-up imprint that will be a boutique collection of exceptionally well-crafted comics yeah. that reflect our deep love and affection for these characters. And of course, he's writing half we'll, of it, so we'll, it's a little. We'll be the judge of that. Yes, there you go. Let the sales numbers speak. Having. Well, he has a co- <laughs> he does have a co-writer on the Naomi book, mm-hmm. so okay. I mean maybe he's writing one and a half of these books. Right. I would assume he's still kind of curating the line, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am looking forward to Patrick Gleason on Young Justice, though. I think yeah. he'll have a really good take on those characters. I like mm-hmm. what the little preview art they're showing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's an artist I like. He had some really good uh, work with Damian Robin that he's done previously in the Batman books. Uh, I'm. I would. I like to see those characters back together. Yeah, we've got Opal, yeah. Superboy, and Robin. Right. I just. I have a hard time, you know, thinking about Young Justice and it not being written by Peter David. So I, that's just that's just my thing. Just yours. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's I mean, that's we've me. got we had a good cartoon series not written by Peter David. Yeah, it was. It was actually it was written by Peter David. Seasons one and two. Oh, Peter were they? David. Pretty wow. sure. I'm pretty sure they are. Maybe you can double check me on okay. that. But I thought they were. I thought they were Peter David. So no, I don't know. I will have to go back. Well, and look. yeah. Okay, somebody can fact check us. So or we'll <laughs> yeah. fact check ourselves later on. So <laughs> then we get page two. We get the solicit for two of these titles. So we have you know Young Justice issue one and then Naomi number one on page three. So if you're, is that is that the best name? we could come up with for this character <laughs> Naomi like I don't even know how good the you know that's not judgment on the book or whatever but yeah. it's like it just whenever I see a plain kind of name like that it makes me feel like it's an 80s or a 90s book that's just trying to be realistic and gritty mm-hmm. it's like well, just come up with a more creative title for your book yeah. well they make a point that in the solicit that she only goes by one name period so there's some I guess some mystery to her oh last yeah. name question so, yeah, mark yeah last right? name question mark right? right so we have that in the solicit so but if you're looking for you know those first appearances then yeah. Yeah. there's one you probably want to jump on so mm-hmm. <laughs> Page four, his, the other the history. other history of the DC universe. Mm-hmm. So DC is again bringing in a non-comic book writer, and mm-hmm. this has not always been super successful for either Marvel or DC. And I think this is going to be one of those titles where they're they're taking the the social commentary route. I mean, if you look at the list of characters that they're going to be focusing on, mm-hmm. uh, so I think there's going to be a lot dealing with you know racism and prejudice, and it's not that those topics don't need to be dealt with it's just sometimes when they become the focus as opposed to just part of the story, story the story the stories tend to tend to suffer tend, at least yeah. in my at least in my opinion well my take on this book and you know this is like the new this is like the second black you know black label, label book mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is right. black label is its own continuity 
Like, this book is its own thing. How much weight is this story going to have if it's not tied into the main DC continuity? It's not going to impact anything. Yeah. It's just a freestanding thing. It makes no sense. And how does he, I mean, how does he even work as commentary in that case? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's true. If it's it, not happening within the structure yeah. of that, unless they're saying this has happened in the past, you know, or some, some yeah. contextual thing, you know. But, it, you know, by definition, uh, and maybe they'll amend this, it should not have any impact on the yeah. regular DC universe. That's true. When you, you, when know, you read the solicit, true. when you read the solicit, and they're talking about Black Lightning, I mean, it is Black Lightning's history in right. the DC universe. So right. It's not something but, that's outside. But, but by, I know what by you're definition, saying. they've said the Black Label mm-hmm. line will be, so they can give their creators free reign. Hmm. And uh, and it was nice to see the Black Label imprint show up a couple yeah. of times in this catalog. I think right. it's in here twice. I think I saw it twice. So, yeah. so were they giving them the free reign to have it tie into the DC universe if they want to? You know, yeah, I mean, we'll find out. Like, you know, I guess. So. so does anybody else read this? Is is this going to be a comic, a graphic novel as we know it? It says something about prose section in it with illustrations. So is this just oh. going to? You know what I mean? So is this just going to be, you know, kind of something? Who knows? I mean, was so it, is that back matter or? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. But it says future issues. I mean, it's still we're just looking at sixty-four pages. It's got to run five issues. It says this unique new series presents its story as prose by Ridley, married with beautifully realized color illustrations oh. from a selection Man, of illustrators. So I don't so know. Maybe more like a storybook kind of thing. Yeah. Well, we'll find out here in yeah, a couple I just of months. Thought right? that was kind of interesting. Uh, so, and, it is, and it is going to be five issues, mm-hmm. uh, if I remember right. Yeah. This, yes. It is one of five. So. So I don't know if Mysteries of Love and Space is worth a mention, but <laughs> well, you know, a, any any romance title yeah. that has Dark Side on the cover, you <laughs> right. gotta wonder yeah. about. <laughs> you gotta kind of think, hmm, what's happening? And I guess here? is this gonna be a romance book? I mean, they're kind of making it sound like it's gonna be a romance. Yeah, title. it's kind of I yeah, think so. love and a whatever. And it's gonna be know. out just before uh, Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day. So yes. Yeah. So I think it's that, but it is you know one shot prestige format, eighty pages, you know so. <laughs> All right. Uh, <clears throat> after that, we've got the Superman 100-page Super Spectacular, mm-hmm. and this is a uh, prestige format one-shot written by Marv Wolfman, and he says this is the best yeah. Superman story I've ever written. Continu- yeah. Continuing the bravado from our DC writers this month. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so it sounds like this was something for the Superman Confidential mm-hmm. line that never got published. Never got, yeah. So it's probably something they've had filed away for a while, and they're publishing now. But you know, it might be a decent story. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's all one story, or if his is just a part of that story. So I don't know. Uh, Ninety-six pages. Well, mm-hmm. that was an anthology book that you know, That's sort of like true. Legend of the Dark Knight, Batman Confidential, where they had. Three or four issues per story. So okay. I'm going to bet that's what this is. They're mm-hmm. just cramming it all into one okay. issue into and one putting it shot. out. Yeah. Yeah. So I would assume that's what it is. Um, Action Comics on page 7, 1006-1007. Speaking of Bendis, starts his, I guess, second story arc on Action. And uh, I am still predicting that this will be his last story arc on oh, Action. Really? So let's see, let's see what happens. I'm probably wrong, but uh, what do I know? Hey, right. Well, he's got a lot of other stuff going on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, so maybe uh, that's why they're ramping this up, so he can mm-hmm. ramp his Superman stuff up and focus on the other. <laughs> on page 15, we've got Batman Kings of Fear, number six, and this is the last issue of the miniseries. Uh, it's written by Scott Peterson. The real draw for me here, though, is Kelly Jones. Mm-hmm. Our, uh, I've really been enjoying this story. Uh, there's been some kind of weird things with the Scarecrow going on, but I kind of want to see where it's going, so... Definitely be picking this up. Back on page 12, we got uh, Batman 62 and 63. 
Um, I just like to mention there's a Frank Miller issue 62 variant cover, which I'm sure is something ridiculous, like you had to order like a hundred or five five thousand copies yeah. mm -hmm. uh, to get that variant. <laughs> but uh, but that is out there. Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully not. DC does a little bit better. You know, there's been a few things. So, so but if you know, know if it is like a hundred issues and you know you could always come in and order those hundred yes, from my page right those and then he will be sure that you get happy. that cover. So that's right. <laughs> so on uh, page twenty six, looks like we're making up for time here with Detective yeah. Comics where we yeah. have issues nine ninety five, nine ninety six, and nine ninety seven. And last month we had one, one issue, uh -huh. so yeah. And now this month we get three. I so think, yeah. I think I noticed the flash later on has three issues too. Oh, so did they oh, do the flash too? I think this is a five Wednesday month so maybe instead of just shoving a bunch of annuals and one shots and specials mm. out like they kind of do they're just kind of putting an extra you know a, a monthly issue out there too or just a regular so, issue so this would put 1000 in either March or April so when was the first for it was May wasn't it? the May, it's a May cover date so that I think they've figured out it's March is yeah. when it went on shelves okay okay so I guess that's why be, they had to accelerate yeah, it then yeah. because these will be out 997 well, will be out in yeah, the end of January, so we'll have to put nine ninety eight and nine ninety nine out in, in February, February yeah. and then one thousand. And I don't, I don't think they're accelerating that much because the previous catalog only had the one issue, yeah. and it's been a biweekly book since Has rebirth. It been? Okay, so yeah. yeah, so they're not accelerating more than they've already done. That's true. Uh, and it will be the 80th anniversary of Batman. Yes. It was the 80th anniversary of Detective Comics a couple of years ago, though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, page Batman. 27, we've got Doomsday Clock, issue mm -hmm. 9. I really like that cover with the ring. Yeah. With the ring, yeah. And then the alternate cover has Dr. Manhattan on it, so we may finally... Yeah, officially making, getting him in making this a story. A bunch so. of the DC heroes that evaporate mm -hmm. in that cover. Oh, is that what he's getting? Yeah. What's happening? Ah, <laughs> of course he is. But yeah, see the Legion ring floating, the ring that uh, Dan referred to. And, of course, we've already seen Saturn Girl in a couple of previous issues, you know. So maybe actually bringing the Legion into the ring. need to be doing maybe. something with them. I know. Them in the JSA. Page 31. Anybody got anything for 31? Nope. Okay, so Flash Annual 2 only mentioning this because it's a Heroes in Crisis tie-in. I didn't think we were having any Heroes in Crisis tie-ins. So Dig again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wrong. Everything you thought before was wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, so if you were wanting to get the whole story, and it's yeah. going to apparently deal with Wally West's death, so here mm. in Flash Annual 2, which I still don't think it's going to stick. but yeah. uh, Questionable. Oh, no. 38, we have Hawkman number 8. Uh, this has been a really good title since they've uh, kind of restarted here with Robert Vendetti and Brian Hitch. Uh, they've kind of been saying that, uh, kind of tying together his different reincarnations, saying he's been on different planets, and it looks like in this issue we're getting when he is on Krypton. Ah. So one of his previous lives, lives was oh. on Krypton, so I think that's what this issue is going to be looking at. So huh. I think that'll be an interesting story there. So it's kind of the... Hawk logo and shield icon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. huh, very cool. Page uh, 39, we've got uh, issues four and five in Heroes in Crisis, but that's now been changed to a nine issue series. Yeah. What was it before? Six oh, or seven. Was, yeah, so they've, they're adding at least a couple issues to that series. Uh, More to issues that series. for me to not buy. Mm -hmm. There you go. <laughs> so, because I don't think it's going to change anything after all said and done. But, yeah, uh, right. It's just, uh, I, I can't believe that, Scott. A miniseries that has no impact. No impact, yeah. Mm. <laughs> On uh, 45, we've got Justice League Annual number one, and this is from the current run by uh, Scott Snyder. It uh, looks like we're kind of back to the source wall here. So this is going back to the Justice League No Justice story before the uh, beginning of this series. 
So a lot of times, you know, annuals are kind of take them or leave them, but I'm going to guess this is one that's probably pretty important to the storyline. So if you're picking up Justice League, maybe pick up this annual too. I don't have anything called page 80, so. Uh, let's see. I have 72. Okay, go ahead. Kind of going into some of the collections here. Uh, we've got Dead Man by Kelly Jones, a complete collection. Uh, some really good creepy Dead Man stuff there. On the next page, <coughs> we've got The Authority Omnibus by Warren Ellis, Mark Miller, and Grant Morrison, and others. Uh, this kind of collects some of the previous Authority series and miniseries and things. There's some really good stories in here. Uh, it's 100 bucks, but it's also 984 pages. So, well, that's you, get some, you get some story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, on the next page, we have Aquaman by Jeff Johns Omnibus. And this is kind of starting his run in the New 52 that was pretty good. Uh Probably be a lot of stuff that plays into the new movie, if I had to guess. Uh, but, you know, there's just some good Aquaman stories in there, too, and we always need more of those. On 77, we've got a couple Batman collections. We've got Batman Shadow of the Bat Volume 4, which is collecting some issues of that series that were pretty good stories. <clears throat> and right under that, we have Batman The Cape Crusader Volume 2, uh, which collects so many deaths of Batman. And uh, Lonely Place of Dying, which brought in Tim Drake, Robin, and then some uh, regular issues of Batman. This was basically right when I started reading comics, and these were some of the earliest comics I bought. So that was kind of near interesting that that's being collected now. On uh, 79, we've got some Blackest Night collections, including the Blackest Night Omnibus 10th Anniversary Edition. <laughs> So wow. it's now been 10 That's years crazy. since Blackest Night, Holy cow. which I would not have guessed. So it's been 10 years of them just fighting the rainbow war yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, no kidding <laughs> well know. today we've yeah. got green lantern number one by grant morrison and i haven't read it yet but hopefully we're past that now mm -hmm. so Moving we'll see on. 10 years is plenty yeah page 80 we've got a new edition for dc <clears throat> the new frontier this is also being put out as a black label hmm. um oh. it doesn't now it doesn't give the size that they are uh uh, printing this mm. at like it does on some of the other other books so i'm interested to see if they'd use this the size they've used before if they up the size like they have for a lot of the other um black label stuff um, but if you have not read this story written and drawn by darwin cook mm -hmm. it, it really is a pretty good standalone exceptional um you know uh, justice league slash jsa whichever way you want to you want to take it story so mm -hmm. definitely yeah. worth definitely worth picking up yeah and it, it gives pretty good look at you know predating even the superhero stuff you know yeah. and some of the other stuff you know the two the war stuff there's you know some of those characters show up too so that's pretty cool page 83 we have dc universe the bronze age omnibus by jack kirby i like that they have the uh, not final cover on this solicit <laughs> since it's just a cover of issue one of the demon um do you think the, they got kirby to new a new cover a, for a new it cover, maybe you know you think? <laughs> pull something out of the archives yeah, or uh, i'm sure there's plenty um, of but it has a pretty that. interesting mix of uh books that are included in this omnibus you have like some of these books i never titles i never even heard of like days of the mob yeah that Spirit. was a that was a magazine he did okay yeah huh. spirit world yeah, demons one thing. through 16 sandman one through six omac one through eight uh, you know our fighting forces 151 to 162 superpowers yeah one through five and one six. through six so they got two of the three series there uh first issue specials some dc comics presents kung fu <laughs> richard dragon kung fu fighter <laughs> that's all <laughs> is that okay i'm looking at this is this just 
Kirby DC stuff that's not New Gods. It looks like it, yeah. Right. It looks like it. This is sort of rounding up everything else he did during Mm -hmm. that time. Of course, you know, I guess I guess Superpowers has you know Darkseid in it. So yeah. um, No, he he did the art for Superpowers. But I'm saying it's that would kind of be oh New Gods, New Gods Fourth World type stuff because because it does have Darkseid. But 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 yeah, so it's probably just the other stuff. You're right. Um, page 84 if you want something that's probably going to be pretty to look at uh, there's a Neil Gaiman and Charles Vess uh, Stardust New Edition and then my next thing's on 87 anything okay yeah, um, 87 for me which you, to top or bottom well top <laughs> is Shazam yeah. Monster Society mm-hmm. of Evil mm-hmm. not the collection not I want exactly. no. <laughs> no but it's still this is the miniseries from a few years ago by Jeff Smith Jeff and this Smith, this right. is worth reading it's a yes, fun really story good. yeah Jeff Smith of Bone so definitely definitely good you know and they're putting this out before the movie comes out definitely something worth picking up mm-hmm. uh, page uh, 89 uh, you have the first tr- volume of Venice's uh, Superman, so volume one of Superman available. So like, I assume he'll you know wrap up all of those at the same time. So we get volume two of that as well, in addition to volume two of Action before he's done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now page ninety. Okay, so <laughs> Superman Golden Age Omnibus volume six. All right, I assume this must be a really, really tough cover to get because the cover that they use yeah. as the image has markings on the cover. <laughs> Am I the only one that thinks this is no, weird? No, that's totally what I was going to yeah. bring up. Oh, there. okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. No, Sorry, uh, I didn't mean to steal your No, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not the only one then. <laughs> right. But, you know, uh, and, you know, with, like, the DC Nation and then some other behind-the-scenes things they've been showing, they've I've seen some interviews with the guy who runs the archive at DC. And there's an issue of Batman they don't have. Oh, wow, okay. And it's too expensive <laughs> for them to get right now, I guess. They also uh, showed the other day, and I can't remember. This might have been on the DC app. I'm not sure. Uh, they showed their copy of Detective 27. It doesn't have a cover. Oh, really? Oh, they wow. can, And he specifically said they cannot afford to replace that. Wow. You know, so uh, think about that when you think these books are unattainable. Even the company that produced them can't get them now. <laughs> But do they have they not heard of Photoshop? I mean, seriously, just I know. copy and paste some uh, of the yellow over. I mean, I could I, I could do that for him in like yeah, two minutes. No kidding. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, yeah. it would be better again, than this. Again, it's not the final cover. This will right. be a new cover by Evan Shaner, and I'm sure it'll look amazing. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's a little weird. I mean, maybe they just want to give it that vintage look. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised it doesn't have Little Billy's name written across right, the top. Yeah. So yeah, that's through the action part. That's all I had in DC. Yeah. I'll, I'll be, okay. Yeah. Well, on page 95, I kind of wanted to talk about this. I guess uh, we've got the DC Gallery Rebirth Batman cow. What are your thoughts on this, Mike? My thoughts? I don't know. I think kind of cool. I mean, I don't know about being half scale. That's that's kind of my thing. So what we're talking about is a new line of Batman cowl statues, Mm -hmm. basically, is what they're producing. Yes. And not take it off and put it on. Why bother? It's not busts because there's no face. (laughs) It's literally just the cowl. The cowl. Mm -hmm. Um, When I heard that they were doing a line of Batman cows, I'm like, that's amazing. I was so pumped. They said half scale. I'm like, what's the point? Right, exactly. Uh, (laughs) You know, and it's got a little base that labels it as the rebirth cow. There's going to be a series of these. Right. 
Um, I I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, I can't see picking these up myself. I I mean, I don't get statues regularly anyway. But Jeff Dixon, if you're listening, order these so we can check them out. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, it it looks nice. It It will look better as actual size. I could wear it. You know what I mean? For sure. That would be even better. And I mean, you know, it doesn't look like it's removable from the stand or anything. You know, it's just a statue. And the thing is, if it's half scale, why would it be? Right. What would you do with it? Yeah, I mean. Puppet? I don't know. You know, <laughs> Sock yeah. puppet, put it on young man. children. And yeah. I mean, it, it looks nice. If yeah, this were does, a picture uh, of like a real cow, I'd be pumped. Uh, I would but. be too. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, I mean, can you see, you know, doing a Keaton and stuff like? You oh, know what for I mean? sure. For sure. Yeah. It's so great. But I mean, the half scale kind of puts me off. And even if it yet. were, a, I would probably understand it better if it were a smaller scale. And just right. like something you could put on a desk or something. Yeah. Yes. You know. Uh huh. But it's just like I don't, Half I don't scale, get it's it. It's big enough to be cumbersome, to, but not yeah, big enough exactly. to be cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, super cool. You know, so I don't know. So, yeah, because yeah, like just you know, for thought. me too. Like back when the '89 movie came out, I was all about Batman. I could not afford a cowl. Right. They made, they made them. <laughs> oh, they made them. You could get them at Spencer's and stuff like yes, that, but I couldn't I afford that when I was a kid. Well, I'd love to get a nice, high quality Batman cowl. Oh, to have. absolutely. Yeah, I'd do the podcast in it if I had. <laughs> All right, yeah, <laughs> we had to go to video. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, like just just make one and I'll buy it. You right, know, yeah, especially for, sure. for that price point. Yeah, ninety I mean, bucks. Just ninety bucks. I mean, so I mean, so half one theoretically should be two hundred ish for full size. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> but uh, anyway, well, moving on through the collectibles, page ninety eight. You know, continues. We get you know, the. DC Designer Series line, which has been just outstanding. We got a really nice Jim Lee style Superman today. That's really quite impressive, you know. And again, you're talking about 150 bucks full retail, and it's a pretty impressive looking statue. The Superman is. This is a Supergirl by Stanley Art Germ Lau, you know, who's just hot right now doing oh, yeah. variants, you know. So it's really nice reproduction of that issue of Supergirl, one of his variants that he did. Um, moving on, you know, past that, but thing that caught my eye is the harley quinn red white and black by frank cho style a little bit of an homage to this batman 66 movie mm-hmm. you know some days you just can't get rid of a bomb it's <laughs> it's frank cho style harley run along with a bomb overhead ducks lined up behind her so that's kind of cool the bottom of that's the sean murphy white knight joker batman black and white statue so uh, that's about all I got in DC. Was there anything else for you, Dan? Yeah, back on '96 with the DC Essentials action figures. Uh, I haven't been too crazy about these figures yet, and I've seen some reviews that sound kind of lackluster. Uh-huh. But I like they've got a Wonder Woman, a Cheetah, and a Supergirl hurt that I think all look really good. I mm-hmm. think these are you know nice figures. Uh, it seems like they're kind of as far as the line goes, they're kind of cheaping out on detail over paint. Okay, you know, and kind of using the same stock body. These though, I don't think look that bad mm-hmm. for you know cheetah's got like a belt and a tail right. you know and that kind of thing but like i think the wonder woman and supergirl figures both look good mm-hmm. there's also a cyborg superman that looks decent i'm biased about cyborg superman figures ever since dc directed their first one years ago and it skyrocketed in price uh, <laughs> you know i have a reissue of it i think and i really like that figure so everything else kind of pales for gotcha. me but this might be the one for you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, you know, these are uh, some nice looking figures. I think, you know, I haven't seen them in person, of right. course, because they're not out yet. But you yeah. know, maybe they're kind of turning that line around a little bit. Hopefully. Uh, on page one hundred and two, we've got the available from Diamond stuff, mm-hmm. and we have this Batgirl 
Halloween edition bombshell. Was that solicited before? Yes. Okay, because yeah, I can't remember seeing that. I think it was I, actually not this Halloween, but I think it was last. Oh, is that what it yeah, is? Oh, think, okay. Yeah, so because I saw that online yeah, it had the other an April day. April sixteen code. Oh, so it's okay. Been around That's why I don't remember it. Yeah. So because I was like, did they just sneak out a Halloween <laughs> variant and didn't right. say anything? Yeah. No, it's that it's makes more sense. Bit, yeah. Yeah, they do those. And I see then looking at that too, the yellow lantern power battery replica. I thought those yeah. were long gone. Yeah. You know, the full size, full scale battery. You know, I had the green one around here for a while and the yellow one was always unattainable. I didn't realize it looks like it's well, they give you a code, it's probably sold out. Yeah. Go try to look <laughs> yeah. at it, you know. So all so right. is that it for DC? That's DC. it for me for DC. So Marvel. Marvel. So, okay, so Marvel this month, they're focusing on their 80th anniversary. So okay. they're they're cheating there a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess, but if you go from the publication date of Marvel Comics number one, which was timely. Yeah, we're, so we're including timely with yes, this and everything. So, so yeah. we, get, we get the I mean, I'll, I'll cut them some slack oh, yeah. on that because DC does the same thing. They weren't DC back in right. the day. Right. But <laughs> but what, I, what irks me with this with Marvel is they'll play up their Marvel Comics anniversary also from the 60s. Oh, yeah. They'll do that every now and then. Mm-hmm. So in a couple of years we'll see a 45th anniversary or 50th anniversary or something weird yeah. like that. They like to play around with numbers like Marvel is wont to do. Will be 60th, I guess, is the next one that's coming yeah, up. Probably. Be 60, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, so 20, 2021, right. Yeah. But then, now, so in addition to that, I, you know, the thing that was bugging me with DC. Is this the weirdness thing? Well, this thought? is part of it. It's like DC was doing the whole thing with the, you know, with giving Bendis everything. So Marvel's, Marvel's cheating on their anniversary. Then the number of reprints in this issue is ridiculous, and they're not one dollar reprints like they kind of oh, established the trend. they're doing the, the facsimile. They're do, well, the facsimile, and they're just they're putting reprint books together. They're bringing back Re- Marvel Tales is coming back. Like really, people are been clamoring for more copies of Marvel Tales. Right. I mean, if you are, I, I mean, you know, no kidding. And <laughs> I mean, if they got Spider Ham backups, I'll pick them up. They're, they don't. <laughs> it's not even Spider Man. And 3D comics. Yeah. Really, come on. Woo! Shaking my head. 2018. Uh, 2019, 2019, 2019, I guess. Yeah, 2019. So, Well, having said all that, we're starting yes. off with Conan the Barbarian number one mm-hmm. by Jason Aaron. Yeah. Okay. Do we just need to, do we all need to agree to buy this and read it and then review it? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so there I you go. We'll do that. Probably in, the, in probably our February, middle of February podcast. Something get like a review. that. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, <laughs> I haven't read Conan for a while. Dark Horse did some really good stuff, which we'll get to later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jason Aaron writing this, I can't see that being a bad book. No, right. Yeah. You know, maybe I'll change my tune after I read it, but right now I'm looking yeah. forward to this. Right. And yeah. issues one and two are solicited this mm-hmm. month. And <laughs> are they are they doing variants for this? <laughs> I don't know. It's a new Just a number one by Marvel. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe not the hundred that we got for Star Wars. Uh, we're right. getting quite a few. Yeah, yeah, but there's a bunch. a bunch. So, so interesting. Have the Hildebrands? Have they ever done comic stuff before? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Have they? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I just well, this is only Greg now. Right, Greg. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, they've definitely done. Okay. They had their own character for a while too. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Again, back in the nineties. Okay. So. Yeah, which I really was not into. <laughs> right. I wasn't reading. Or even collecting or doing anything. So after that, though, is some Conan reprints Reprints for one dollar, including Conan the Barbarian number one. Right, so that would be way way cheaper than the one we had. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Now, most of these other ones, I just I'm assuming that their first issues of like impressive or better story arcs. Hmm. Um, But I'm not really. I I would expect to see like the first Red Sonia in one of these, and I don't think that's in any of these. Well, do they have the rights to Red Sonia or just Conan? That's a good question. Because that was Dynamite, right? Uh, Is Dynamite right. still He's producing Red Sonia? Okay, yeah. so we will probably won't see Red Sonia in here no. okay. unless they work something out. Hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm just wondering, I guess Dark Horse has lost their license into Conan 2 to do the reprints because they were doing those, you know, chronology, right, you know yeah. what I mean, which was reprinting the Marvel stuff. Oh, yeah, that'll be done. the Red Sonya stuff, so that's all over. Okay. Uh, in the True Believers, though, we do have the what if issue. Uh, what if Conan the Barbarian walked the earth today? Today. <laughs> which probably would have been, what, late 70s? Yeah. Today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> 1977. So that's all right there. Yeah, okay. There it is. <laughs> All Page right. 12. You got any 12? All right, so we've got a new Captain Marvel uh, title uh, starting going to be out in time for the movie. I mm-hmm. guess we'll get a, a couple of uh, issues in before the movie comes out in April? I'm not sure. March, April, March, something like Okay, around. so we'll at least get one or two <laughs> issues out before, <laughs> yeah, before, uh, <laughs> as, you know, before the movie gets released in the theaters. And there's a pretty nice movie variant cover, so mm-hmm. if you need some... Uh, I guess, is it Brie? Brie Larson, is that who it is? Yes. Yeah, so if you get a Brie Larson cover comic to uh, pay ridiculous amounts of money at a future convention to get signed, there you go. So what we were saying about Bendis, I'm kind of wondering about Donny Cates for Marvel. Okay. he write some more for Marvel? You know what I mean? Because right now, I mean, because he's doing the new The Guardians of the Galaxy, number Mm -hmm. one, relaunching with, I'm assuming this is the team, which looks really insane. Of course, you got Star-Lord, Standard, you know, and then but then you got Surfer and... I guess that's Moon Dragon. I guess is that mm-hmm. who that is? Uh, yeah, yep. Nova and yep. you know, Dark Hawk, Gladiator, Dark, Hawk, Dark yeah. Hawk, You know, so Donny Cates is writing that. So well, I mean, but he did. But uh, what the um, the Cosmic Ghost Rider was a limited series. It wrapped up. Yeah, that's right. So that's yeah. so that's Five one issues, less. So yeah. there was. But he's still doing the Venom stuff. All okay. the Venom stuff that's coming out and everything else. You know. The, did we see that? You guys see the new Venom variant that they posted uh, by hmm. Dave Gibbons? Mm-mm. No, it's a takeoff of a Watchmen cover. Oh, really? Oh, Venom, yeah, it's oh. pretty nice. Oh. Mm-hmm. Did, you to, you, did you tweet that? I missed it. I did not. Wow, the oh, one so thing I that you would have been useful for you to tweet, <laughs> and uh, you everything don't. I tweet is useful. <laughs> <laughs> page, uh, page fifteen, uh, Black Widow number one. I guess she's back. I, you know, I don't. I guess I missed where she came back to life. So, but there, maybe this is where she's coming back to life at after and, Civil War two. And hell followed with her. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, and nothing but uh, what, I, what I like here is this really nice Clayton Crane cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually we see him doing more kind of gruesome, edgy stuff like with the Carnage books, but this mm-hmm. is a really kind of nice cover here. He kind of has an, a, an anime style look to me. Yeah, in that. yeah a little bit. Yeah, you know, in that one. So, um, mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, because I don't think we've seen her in anything since uh, Civil War II. And the last couple of uh, solo series, our last solo series she had like went a couple of volumes and i thought it was actually pretty good was that so. wade writing this i don't yeah, remember I the way the wade run was really good uh-huh. i think that was with the uh, chris somney yeah which where's he at i don't know what's chris somney doing other than selling his inktober batman sketches <laughs> on ebay now for prices i can't afford because yeah because white wade's moved on and yeah, stuff mm-hmm. and it was like what's chris somney going to be doing is dc going to try to make a grab for him because yeah, he, we does he have a self-published anything anymore no, do anything i don't think so hmm. I, I haven't seen his I name i trying to think the last I, time his name came yeah up like i follow him on twitter and see his you know he just posted all his batman inktober sketches every day and i can't remember any kind of announcements hmm. coming from him was the anything. last thing he did was because he was at on Captain, Captain america, america with oh, wade yeah, right yeah, yeah. i guess it was at the last thing yeah hmm so get to get to drawing something, Chris yeah, Omni. Yeah. <laughs> I know you listen. Yeah, yeah. right. Obviously, <laughs> if you don't, you should be. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm 33. Well, anybody? I got a bunch got of stuff. To, for okay. You. Okay. So page 16. Just what we need: another Spider-Man book. Mm-hmm. So we got a uh, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man one and two. So and then on page 18, uh, Invaders number one. So here's another title that will only last a handful of issues, one story arc. But what? they're they're bringing it back. 
just to just to I think to you know keep the copyright renewed oh, yeah. on Probably, it. Yeah. Um, what do we think of Namor's outfit here? Uh, I've seen worse on Namor. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely seen worse. Yeah. So uh, kind of going more of a crustacean look this yeah. time around, right? Yeah, when he was in the X Men for a while and 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 borrowing uh, Emma Emma Frost clothes there for <laughs> all right, you know that was a. Uh, it seems, I kind of just prefer the trunks at a certain uh, no, point. No, it seems like some of these other clothes are more revealing somehow. Yeah, I know, it's a little bit more S&M something. I don't know, it just kind of looks weird. So it's like Magic Mike Namor. I don't know what they're, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing here. Page, page 24, another title that they just want to maintain the copyright on, Marvel Tales featuring Fantastic Four. Mm, it's like, yeah, really? Okay. Because Fantastic Four have been selling so well for you over the last few years mm. that you they've always been in print? Oh, wait. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, uh, yeah, and three books for eight dollars. Three mm-hmm. reprint stories, eight dollars. If you really want to reprint them, they should be one dollar True Believers, mm, right? So this true. should be a three dollar yeah. at most book. Uh, spoiler, page twenty-five. A uh, man without fear. I guess it's a weekly series, one through five. And Daredevil is gone from Hell's Kitchen. Hmm. I guess I need to catch up on Daredevil. Find out what's going on. <laughs> huh. Daredevil's gone. Yeah. Page. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. Oh. So I'm just, the last thing I knew is the whole Mayor Fisk story. So yeah, I haven't, I actually haven't read that part yet. Oh, okay. So the Charles Soule's been doing like the back and black. I think volume eight is solicited okay. uh, in in this in this book, which I guess will tie into what's going on in this this Man uh, man Without Fear series. But it's not written by Charles Soule, so who knows. Okay. Page uh, 26, we have uh, Age of X-Man, Alpha number one. So X-Man like was like the one Age of Apocalypse title that like really outlived the rest of Age of Apocalypse, right? Wasn't that, wasn't that an Age of Apocalypse story? Yeah, X-Man came out of yeah. that. But yeah, his series ran for quite a while afterwards. So there are people who are fans of this character, so they're they're giving him a title again. Um, they got beards. Yeah. A lot of <laughs> yeah. beards on <laughs> in the future. Uh, here's, here's the three uh, stories that are just, again, to maintain mm. copyright. So we have Crypt of Shadows one. Uh, we have uh, Journey into Unknown Worlds one. Uh, speaking of writers who spread themselves too thin, Cullen Bunn oh, is writing that yep. one. We talked about him writing too much stuff before. Uh, a War is Hell one on page uh, 31. And uh, page 32 and 33, or page 32, we have these facsimile editions because we need to see the original ads for uh, Marvel Prevents number three and Silver Surfer 14 because those are super important stories as well. (laughs) No, I I, I can see FF1, but these two are just like, what? They seem so random. Uh Here's the other thing about those last three titles before Mm -hmm. the facsimile editions. Uh, ostensibly, this is to celebrate Marvel's 80th anniversary. It seems to me Marvel fans, you know, and this is a generalization, don't care about the history, right? Yeah, as much. You know no, what I, I mean? Agree. So Absolutely. who are who's going to buy these books based on those titles? Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Like War as Hell is a good, is a good title. Sure. But mm-hmm. you know. But does really anybody have fond does it does it have the, the clouds or journey yeah. into unknown worlds? Well, you know? Marvel fans care about the superhero stuff. Yeah. Not the not these yeah. other. Not so these you can other see titles. like Journey into Mystery yeah. and those things that they run. But but only yeah. in Journey Mystery once it's Thor just, started. Right. Yeah. They don't, they don't care yeah, about issues one through eighty two. Right. You know. And I'm saying like these books were canceled. Yeah. There was a reason that they were canceled. You know. Page thirty three. Yet again, Marvel Comics presents number one now. I actually think that every major publisher that has a superhero line should actually have a book like this. 
So like Marvel should have one. DC should like have more one. anthology. This the anthology title. where they take those oddball characters. They don't have to give them their own limited series, or you can just have somebody. Right. Hey, you got a anybody got a, a, a Lagoon Boy? Was that the guy who yeah. died? Yeah. And I got a Lagoon Boy story they want to tell this month, so we can maintain that trademark. You right. do great here. Put it. We'll put it in this title right here. Yeah. You know, I, I just think that everybody the, needs the, one. Pr- the problem with I mean that's a great concept. Mm-hmm. The practical issue is you get a lot of filler when you do those kind of yeah. things that have to come out on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's where some of them fall short. Well, apparently they can just ask Donny Cates and Colin Dunn. Right. They can come up with something every month. Ben so. yeah. to it for DC. Yeah, there you right. go. <laughs> Having said that, I really like seeing Wolverine in his brown costume. Yes. And I know yeah. it's a reaprint thing, but mm-hmm. I really like when they bring that suit out anymore. Well, I, these are new stories, I think. Yeah, the Marvel Comics are, they? are new. Yeah. Are, yeah. No, wait a minute. Are you, oh yeah, no, no new tales. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, so tales. these are new. So these these are new stories. So the other ones have all been reprints, but Marvel Comics presents is actually is actually okay. new stories. I think I saw this first line: three Titanic tales celebrating the first decade of Marvel stories. Mm-hmm. I uh, think that I just made me think yeah. it was a reprint. But if they got a Wolverine in the forties, I right. assume they got. Well, it looks like Cap in the. I think maybe in the uh, today. And then an untold tale of Namor and the atom bombs. That would be you know forties yeah, right, or fifties as well. You know. Uh, page sixty-two. Where were you at? I'm sorry. You you were before that though, right? Uh, I don't have anything else till oh, no, forty-four. Forty. Okay, forty. You go ahead. All right. All right. Forty-four. Immor- Immortal Hulk number eleven. Hulk in hell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, I haven't been reading Immortal Hulk. I don't re- necessarily know what the title refers to. Mm-hmm. But this is a really cool cover of Hulk. I'm assuming in hell, looking very emaciated, mm-hmm. complete 180 from how this character is usually portrayed. It's a really nice Alex Ross cover. Mm-hmm. This looks really intriguing. He almost looks like Swamp Thing. Yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah. <laughs> in the face with that face like that. Yeah, the, but yeah, yeah, just really kind of interesting. This is the you know I mean just speaking to you know this is the best selling. Hulk title that we've had probably the last, I don't know. I mean, since long time since I've been involved with the story, you know. I really? mean, this. I mean, it's not setting any records, but right. people are interested in Hulk. This is a horror Hulk. You know, mm-hmm. it's more of a horror edged book for you know. So well, it's really get back to the character's roots because he was more of a monster. Yeah, book. Oh yeah, yeah, for Frankenstein. Sure. He definitely comes out of that tradition brute. of old yeah. Marvel monsters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for sure. <laughs> and you can see he keeps the emaciated look on page forty-five and right. issue twelve as well. Yeah. So uh-huh. that. <laughs> Maybe there. maybe he'll run into Hellboy in Hell. Maybe, maybe. So. yeah. Uh, on forty six, we've got uh, Tony Stark Iron Man number eight with a really nice cover <laughs> of uh, Iron Man kind of floating between the ice in a glass. Yeah, uh, I assume this is going to be some sort of relapse story for Tony Stark. <laughs> Digital demon in a bottle. Yeah. So, so, so we'll see take where that this virtual goes. Virtual drink. Well, but he's had a. I mean, he had the relapse in. Uh, oh gosh, the. When they all got like Asgardian weapons, was that Siege and Siege? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he had the relapse in Siege, many. you know, once before. Uh, so. You can relapse more than once, unfortunately. Oh, can you? You can actually <laughs> fall off the wagon more than once. Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. Involved. We'll see what they do with that. Page uh, page forty seven, uh, Captain America number seven. Tanahasi Coates's second story arc starts. Uh, it'd be nice to see if this stays monthly <laughs> with Adam Kubert art. I don't know that he's always the uh, most on uh, time artist, but I am would looking you, forward would to seeing. You figure this. those guys would be. You, yeah, with their pedigree. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> yes, yes. How how long did their father draw Sergeant yeah. Rock? <laughs> Once or twice. And they and they teach. Yes. Don't yeah. you think that hurts their credibility as teachers <laughs> when they go back in there? Maybe <laughs> they have these all these issues in the can already, yeah. and they're and they're ready to go. So, uh, but, but I'm looking forward to seeing this one. Uh, fifty four is my next thing. Go ahead. All right, so fifty four. 
Uh, we have another Marvel Tales title, this time for Venom, and it's also reprints and eight dollars for reprints. Wow. Seriously, I mean, it just does that not irk anybody else? Am I the only That's, one? Well, I'm not. I'm not buying it. Yeah, well, yeah. no, I'm not <laughs> so either. It doesn't yeah, really irk me. Yeah, but, yeah. but I, mean, I know what you're saying. Yeah. That's pretty bold. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's not. What do they have to have in this? You know what I mean? Uh, or what do they got to pay somebody to do a new cover? Well, they're, I mean, they're clear. I mean, stuff. they're clearly. You know, they can do the true believers for a dollar. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, they, right. There's no reason they have eight other or ten other issues of true believers this month. Just make another true believers. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, make this. You know, here's two one, two additional ones that you can sell. Because uh, they got actually it's three, three sixteen. 361, and then a spectacular Spider-Man 119. But still, three stories. Just the title. Just yeah. adding Marvel Tales is worth five dollars. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I do not understand the financials of that. You know, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 62. You go. You got it. Go ahead. Uh, Doctor Strange number 10. Uh, turns out it's really Doctor Strange 400. Yes. Oh, so both. They're not. Why can't it be both? Yeah. They can. They can have it both Ten ways. Slash. So hey, I'm happy with this. <laughs> yeah. You can renumber all you want. Just keep the legacy issue on every single issue number, and I'm fine. Yeah. I'll and, accept that. Yeah, we're getting. Here's another Frank Miller variant we're getting, but oh. I think this is an older drawing he did that oh, they're okay. probably repurposing here. I hadn't noticed that, so yeah. yeah. Huh. But I. <clears throat> Has anybody read any of Wade's Doctor Strange? I haven't started it yet, yeah. but I'm I'm going to as soon as I mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's on the to read list. So sixty four. Sixty four we have the the Marvel premiere graphic novels, which is reprinting stuff that was online, but hey, Daughters of the Dragon, I'm a little after, you know, the Iron Fist season two, I'm more interested in reading Daughters of the Dragon now than I am in reading Iron Fist, so mm-hmm. or at least watching Iron Fist for right. sure. So uh, <laughs> if you need another Daughters of the Dragon story, here's one for you. Uh, 76. On 72, we've got Wolverine, The Long Night, adaptation number one. Uh, this is a comic adapting a, a Wolverine podcast they're doing right now. <laughs> really? So when you get done listening to the Campus yeah. Comics cast, check out Wolverine, Wolverine The Long, Long Night. Night. Uh, I think it's. I think it might be behind a paywall somewhere. But oh, okay. So it's not free like this quality podcast you're currently <laughs> right. listening to. That we're but, ranting on, or I'm ranting on this this time. <laughs> right. Uh, but, uh, you know, sort of it's interesting that, you know, they're taking that project and doing this with it. <laughs> 3D. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 3D. So it's uncanny how many, X-Men. How many dimensions do you want, yes, Scott? I don't know. 4D? Will that sate you? I would be happy with we 2D. We fall through time with 2D. this comic? That's this should right. also just be a True Believers reprint for a dollar. But no, let's slap some 3D on this, give it, make it a number one, and charge you $8. Is but, Uncanny 268 that much of a key issue? It seems like people really like this. and First I just never... Jim Lee art on X-Men. That's that's it. That's it. It's not that's, the crossover aspect to it or anything. It's just solely no. Jim Lee's number so one. So firstly, first Jim Lee on X Men. What number what, is this? Two sixty eight. Okay, I yeah. thought it was two sixty six. Was Jim Lee's that's first. that's Gambit. Oh no! Okay, yeah, yeah. never mind. Two sixty six is Gambit. I'm seeing a cover. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's art. Well, is that his first? Wait a minute. Maybe I, it's not. Yeah, I don't think so because it's Colossus cover. Was the first was Jim the, Lee X-Men. Yeah, because he drew 266. What? Was Our, Gamb- Gambit 266? Or yeah, Gambit was 266. So like 226 or something? I forget what it is. Thrill as we figure yeah. out numbers. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out later. We'll figure it out later. Hold on. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay, so then there's no reason that this is a key issue. No. no. Well, maybe there is. but And yeah. not only that, but it's polybagged, so you got to get rid of that garbage so you don't destroy this $8 comic book right. in the long run. Well, you got to get the glasses in there. Well... 
I can't rip the glasses out of the book because then I'll have to buy another book, Scott. <laughs> Come on, that'd be ridiculous. Well, if you busted out the poly bag to get the glasses, you got to buy another <gasps> copy anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> How dare you? Just buy them. Uh, right after that, Mr. and Mrs. X number seven. Mm-hmm. Is this an ongoing? Apparently. I had assumed it was a miniseries. Mm-hmm. It's it's a uh, it's a mini until they or it's no, an ongoing until they say it's a mini. Okay, <laughs> true. We were just discussing. With I guess maybe really just what the Marvel book isn't a mini. Yeah, at this point. they all are. classified nature of the original solicits. I guess yeah. maybe right. maybe yeah. think yeah. that. Eighty eight and eighty nine. Can you put your books in the right order in the catalog? They list issue two before they list well, issue one. Well, they got some spawn numbering going on here with this. <laughs> Here's the interesting thing about this though: as uh, the writer Chuck Wendig. Uh, has been fired off of this book due to some uh, comments on social media. Ugh. As of the last I heard, they did not have a writer to finish this story yet. <laughs> so, so I'm surprised we're already getting one and two in the same month. Mm-hmm. We'll see uh, how this story progresses. Well, apparently two is going to be out before one. Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. According to this catalog. That's right. So, you know, time uh, travel is a big part of comics. <laughs> right. Uh, I do really like that cover to number one, though. Yeah, it is kind of cool. So... Which one is that? Do we know who that is? Oh, uh, oh! Uh, I got all the variant covers here. Who's the regular? <laughs> regular yeah. cover. Unless Maybe the regular is the. Was it Juanan Ramirez? Juan well, it just says art. Doesn't say art and cover. Like yeah. Well, do. that would be true. Covered yeah. by Greg Smallwood on number two. Yeah. So maybe he's this. Oh man. It's. Well, it's it looks cool though. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Take our word. Oh, and it's got. I hadn't noticed the reflection of Vader in the cover on number two in yeah. on the table. Mm-hmm. Or on, yeah. 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 See, he's got the skull reflection right. on the table. Oh, that's kind of nifty. Mm-hmm. Cool my, covers. Yeah. My next thing's not till 101, so. On, whoop, I, it's not numbered. Uh, page 94, 95, we've got the Marvel Action uh, line that's uh, being published by IDW, but it's here in the Marvel catalog. As well. Uh, another interesting thing was Archie was doing those digests, which have been canceled. I think the last one we talked about on here is not uh, seeing the light of day, apparently. So I don't know if they weren't maybe profitable for Archie or maybe this IDW thing was a conflict or something. Cool. So, But uh, if you want your all-ages Marvel, go to IDW, apparently. Right. We'll pr- are we going to talk about that IDW? Because, I mean, the thing that caught my eye about this was the Marvel action Black Panther being written and drawn by Kyle Baker. Yeah. So that's really cool. What's he, what's he known for? Oh, gosh, he... The Bakers, you know, it's just yeah, like some indie stuff. It's I mean, so much. Stuff. It's not. I really, huge. I really I like, like his Dick Tracy stuff. Oh, is that, <laughs> but yeah, yeah uh, why I hate Saturn. Mm-hmm. I die at midnight. Yeah, you know, just a lot of about uh, David. The, you know, something about yeah, all kind of that really good Plastic stuff. Man run a few yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. I just want to familiar uh, with him. So. Oh yeah, a yeah. lot of a lot of really good stuff there. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be a good book. It'll probably be the best book out of this line if mm-hmm. I had to guess. Yeah. Uh, going into statues. Yeah. We've got the uh, Netflix Daredevil yep, statue. Nice resin. Him coming down, I assume, from season two. He's got duct yeah. tape on the right oh, hand. Yeah. Carrying yeah. The chain. <laughs> yeah, so he just escaped Frank at that point. So a couple others. I'm not sure we needed, but that's all right. Yeah. On 98, we have the Amazing Spider-Man Omnibus Volume 4. And it comes with a Romita cover, DM only, direct market. Yep. So you can only get it you know, at your comic yeah, shops. Here. Uh, but we have the regular cover is by Frank Cho. Uh, yeah. I'm sure that'll be a nice cover, but why get Frank Cho <clears throat> to do yeah. sort of Bronze Age Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. You know, who knows? Unless it's because Marvel's <clears throat> insane in their catalog. Yeah. Well, absolutely insane. <laughs> Marvel lost their mind. On 101, we've got Kirby's mm-hmm. Fantastic King Size Hardcover, 
Now, does anyone else see dimensions on here of this book? No. Because I don't. And I'm wondering if this is like in scale with the Galactus collection they did to say king size Kirby. Kirby no. Yeah. Why would it's, so? it's only, th- I mean, only 320 pages. Yeah. <laughs> but I would think a king size book would mean it's either, it's big one right. way or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It'd be helpful I, if they printed the trim sizes on Yeah. Like yeah. That. And it's weird that they just pulled out all these issues specifically. Yeah. You know, you already mentioned they've already got the Galactus stuff in a separate one, but we listed this one. We get, what, the first Black Panther appearances. We get the first him slash Adam Warlock appearances. Yeah. Uh, the first Submariner back in the Marvel Universe is what issue four is. I can't remember yeah. what's in issue 12. Um, I know yeah. I've read it, but yeah. I have to look so, it up. But anyway, so there's some, um, you know, it's Kirby. And right. this is something, especially like those later issues, the Black Panther, the Adam, uh, him stuff, or some of his uh, better stuff on the, uh, with the exception of the Galactus story, right. some of his better stuff on Fantastic Four. Back on page one hundred, we got the volume three of Jason Aaron with uh, with uh, with the Jane Foster Thor. So, if you need that in hardcover, looks like that's the last volume of that story arc. So I guess that means you haven't read that. Yes, I've read. Have it. You, no, have I read you? the trade. I okay. The trade. Yeah, I uh, we talked about it. Yeah, we talked about okay. it once before, but it was. I, after reading uh, the Silver Surfer end of that story arc, the 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 Mighty Thor was a little bit of a letdown. Oh yeah. But they did show like said stuff that's gonna happen for Thor in the upcoming years. So mm-hmm. so it was still very good. Uh, One thirteen. We've got this month's uh, decades trade. Marvel in the fifties. Captain America strikes. Uh, what caught my attention was it says written by Howard Chaykin. <laughs> and apparently there's a new story in here written by Howard Chaykin. I thought these were all sort sort of supposed to be looking at the past mm-hmm. of, you know, the Marvel characters and reprinting classic stories, but it looks like oh. we're going to get some new content with these two. Ah, okay. Yeah. And it, I, know, I think it takes place, I think it still takes place during the, the 50s, 50s like right. the other stories in here, but I thought that was kind of interesting. They were adding that to the collections. Back, back on page 108, just to create confusion for anybody looking for Captain Marvel material, while they're printing all the Carol Danvers Captain Marvel stuff, they're also going to throw out there a Monica Rambeau Captain Marvel story. Yeah. So you can, uh, uh, you know, when you send your random grandmother in to get a Captain Marvel book, and uh, <laughs> she brings back Billy brings Batson back, and the yeah. Power of Shazam. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Because that's what your grandma thinks Captain Marvel is, folks. Right. <laughs> My grandma used to collect that Captain Marvel back in the day. Oh, yeah. Cool. Sold them all to garage sale. No. Oh, oh grandma. Uh, page 114, next trade. Uh, we've got a couple of Ta-Nehisi Coates trades here. Page 114, Black Panther, book six. Uh, page uh, 115, Captain America, volume one. Uh, and I, they chose the worst Oh, why'd they choose that image for the cover? <laughs> Your favorite. Ah, just makes yeah, me mad. Captain America time. disrespects the flag, bro. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, and the shield is too small. Yeah. <sighs> so much wrong with that. So much wrong with that. 121. Anything for 121? All right. So we have the Cosmic Goat Rider, the five issue series, Baby Thanos Must Die, Donny Cates. That's wrapped up. So that's why he gets to do Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, 122. Punisher trade. 126. <laughs> the apparently the story for Daredevil that explains why we need the Man Without Fear five issues uh, uh, five issue series. So apparently this is where he's going to die, leave something's going to happen to Matt Murdock here in, in volume eight. If you're reading in trade, 130, um, 130, a really good Punisher War journal by Matt Fraction. Uh, these are some outstanding. 
um, uh, Punisher stories. Uh, this is around that time where really like Matt Fraction was one of the top writers in the business between this and Immortal Iron Fist. So if you have not read these uh, Frank Castle stories, they're definitely worth your time. On 135, Marvel's not wasting any time. We get Conan Chronicles Epic Collection, Volume 1, reprinting the Dark Horse Conan <laughs> book by Kurt yeah. And uh, Carrie Nord, really good stories here, though. This book started off really strong and was good for quite a while. Uh, this collection is definitely worth picking up if you haven't read it before. Some really good Conan Do stuff there. Do you think there. Dark Horse has to just be sick? Because they oh, also for did sure. this too After Star, Star Wars. Wars. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, let's put some yeah. salt in that uh, one. I just saw an interview with uh, is it Mike Richardson the other day right. talking about Horse? people, yeah. you know, kind of perturbed with people asking, you know, about them how uh, losing these licenses hurt their bottom line. Dark Horse has plenty of licenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, he contends that they're doing just fine otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I mean, if people are just asking him that out of the blue, yeah, that's who annoying. knows what's going on internally yeah. with that. But, yeah, it's got to be a kick in the pants sure that, to does. shepherd these licenses and, I mean, for decades. Isn't Starting to self-publish too. So is the, are they going to lose the Hellboy stuff too? Because oh. I think I think Mignola's starting his own publishing company. I may be wrong, but I think I well, they're losing that. Goon because he's supposed to be taking that to his yep. exploding Albatross line. Yep. So hmm. yeah. So I mean, they just keep. Well, they still got Aliens and Predator. Right. Yeah, they do. Well, it, and it's Buffy. No, they lost Buffy. Buffy. Didn't yeah. They? yeah. Buffy's yeah. rebooting well, somebody else. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that in this catalog yep. coming up. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame, though, too, because they really shepherd some of these licenses and treat them better than other companies yeah. would have. Definitely, definitely better than DC and Marvel mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. on some of these. Right. And, you know, they keep these licenses, you know, valuable, mm-hmm. and, you know. Mm-hmm. For these it's still owners, sought after. I mean, Star yeah. Wars, Conan, all that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're still stuff. good books. The Dark yep. Horse did a lot of good Star Wars books mm-hmm. over the years. Yep. Uh, so back on one page, one forty-two, we've got posters. Posters, and we that's see all the posters. Hey. Man, Marvel thinks that's slipping. number four. Three or four. Yeah, three, yeah. So yeah. send Marvel a no prize. Okay. There you go for that, and I think that's all we got for Marvel. Yeah. That covers the yep. towel. So big book. Big book. Big book. Side one. Page 26, get your copy of previews, play along each month. That's right. That's right. Uh, oh, I think I'm going to merchandise side. Come on, Mike, get it together. I know, I know. <laughs> Image, page 36. Yep. So, Brubaker, yeah, Brubaker and Phillips, uh, new criminal story. I haven't read any criminal. Oh, it's really good. Is it really good? Yeah, it's really Which is, good. Well, I guess that's good later on, because like in a couple of pages, they're going to or relist or... Uh, reprint all of the um, earlier criminal yeah. stuff so you can catch up on I've that I've read all have of to. it but you know I mean it's that's another one of those things it's like they're all good I mean some of them are great but they're all good you know what yeah. I mean it's just different degree. have you read I, I've started to uh, and I don't know what it is I like Brubaker I like Phillips I uh, like crime stuff I just really couldn't get into oh, it oh really and I don't know why this stuff is usually right up my alley uh huh um yeah. I don't know. Something just didn't click with me for the on this, and I, you know, I can't explain it. I'm not saying it's a bad book, right? You know, check it out. It's mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people like it. Just yeah, I something mean, I couldn't get into for whatever reason. Not read all of it, but I've liked it all. Like of it on, I've on paper, I should be all about it. Yeah, yeah just not you know. working. Page forty. Yeah, we've got post-apocalyptic <laughs> Oliver Twist. What? Derek, Derek Robertson drawing it too, so it'll probably look nice if nothing else. Well, they do have a, what? How many pages? So they got three. Yeah. Days. Yeah, three pages of art for that, so it does look pretty nice. So, mm-hmm. yeah. wow, I don't know how else do you get kids to read Oliver Twist anymore, right? <laughs> you know, maybe that's the way to does do this, it. Does this count? Video game? Yeah, sure. Yeah. 
uh, on page 50, we've got Die, 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 yes. number one through four. And this was the book Robert Kirkman just sort of surprise released, right? Yes. They just yep. sent some to the store one day. Yep. I even got an email from my diamond rep. Again, this is... Is this collecting one through four? No, they're just... No, it's the individual issues you can order now, right? Offering, yeah. So, yeah, so it's like I get an email from my diamond rep that's just like, hey, Mike, don't forget, issue five is not in the catalog, but it's on FOC, which is final order cutoff today. You know, I mean, it's just like, how do I know? How do I know to look at something that's not in the catalog? You know, I don't know. If you're going to print this book, just put it in the catalog. Have people been interested in it? People been picking Uh, it up because it's Kirkman? Yeah, I mean, especially that first issue. And it got a lot of buzz, being a surprise. After that, I think I'm selling like two, three copies, you know? So it's just like, whatever. Maybe maybe they need to surprise everybody every month. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Then is it a surprise? (laughs) Yeah. Page 57, backlist spotlight on uh, several different uh, criminal stories, Coward, Lawless, Dead and the Dying, Bad Night, Sinners, Last of the Innocent, and Wrong Time, Wrong Place. Yeah. You can catch up. Yes. Last of the Innocent is of note to me. I thought it was really good. It It kind of predates Riverdale. It's like a murder mystery that happens in not Archie. You know what I mean? (laughs) But it's just like all the characters have their, you know, equals and stuff like that. And the cool thing about that was it's typical Sean... Phillips artwork, but when they do flashbacks, it's drawn in Archie style. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Is it, so was it still him wow. or another artist? Yeah, it was him. Oh good. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so it's kind of a cool touch, you know what I mean? So it, it's pretty interesting. Kind That's of all I had an image. Well, on page eighty-two, we've got Spawn number two hundred and ninety-three. Oh, which means next year we're getting Spawn three hundred. That's right. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> How far behind is and, Savage Dragon? Uh, about 50 issues, Oh, yeah, it's 242, so, 242, like so, yeah, okay. But again, you know, there was a gap. It, Savage Dragon started later, had mm-hmm. a three-issue mini, and then later had a regular series, right. so it will be behind. Um, but, yeah, back in 92, this book sold like crazy. Yeah. You can't mm-hmm. go to a comic convention without tripping over these books. <laughs> yeah. Um, I saw a thing the other day where McFarlane was saying that he's uh, going to be on the book again regular, starting with 301, I believe, he said. So was writer I, on this one, yeah, so. but I think kind of more involved, like probably on the art side and things too, is what it sounded like. Um, I feel like it's kind of nice to whoever's doing the book now to not kick them off of three hundred, right? You know, I think yeah. that's a classy move mm-hmm. that a lot of companies would not do. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just as an interesting side note, based on what we've talked about the last couple of podcasts, too, Spawn back in '92 was the book that ended up. You know, actually, with being the impetus behind um, comics not really being mass market, it's the book that got caused comics to not be sold in Walmart anymore. You know, hmm. it was spawned because the religious right, very strong right. at the time, you know, objected to the content being a hell based hero. Right. Because so, there weren't any of those in any of the other exactly. publishers. Right. <laughs> so Sam Walton, who was still alive at the time, his reaction was not just pull spawn off the shelves of Walmart, but pull all comic books off the shelves of Walmart. So just there you go. Uh, Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Yep. On 97, yep. we've got Black Hammer Director's Cut. Which uh, is a, a reprint of the first issue with the black and white high res art and the original script. So, if you like Black Hammer, maybe check out this sort of other take on the first issue. Back one page on 96, we've got the final issue of William Gibson's uh, Alien 3 script. Mm-hmm. That's all I had in Dark Horse. I didn't have much in Dark Horse. Yeah, at the time. I think that's it for me, too. So I'm up to, to 178. Okay, well, on one, we're going into IDW on 134. 
we've got uh, IDW kind of celebrating their 20th anniversary, and we have some IDW 2020 books. Uh, the one that caught my eye is the Star Trek The Next Generation IDW 2020, which features a younger Captain Picard back when he was uh, captain of the Stargazer. So maybe like a cool story from Picard's past there. And written by Peter David. Peter David. Yeah. Uh, on 151, we've got uh, Star Trek, uh, The Q Conflict, which looks like it's a new uh, miniseries mm-hmm. uh, featuring uh, some, looks like the different crews of uh, the Star Trek shows going up against Q, so it'll probably be a decent story there. Uh, I think this is by the writers of some of the other Next Generation books they've been doing that have been really strong coming out of IDW. On uh, 168? I'm 178, okay. so... We've got the Bernie Wrightson Artifact Edition, mm-hmm. kind of reprinting a lot of original art by Bernie Wrightson, and it looks like there are three fold-outs in this book, so get some bigger versions wow. of his art there. Oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah, and that's a 12 by 17 book, so, you know, showing reprinting the art the original size. Mm-hmm. So a lot of his Swamp Thing, uh, working different things in here, a lot of DC stuff. Uh, House of Secrets cover. I saw the yeah. House of Secrets covers, yeah. Page, uh, so Dynamite, yep. page uh, 178. Okay, this is a character they I get they yeah. keep trying to... I know, right? I mean, I don't know how many times this character started over, but we got Peter Cannon, Thunderbolt number one, mm-hmm. uh, written by Kieran Gillen. Yep. He was a pretty solid Star Wars writer, yeah. so who knows? Maybe it'll it'll take. I uh, feel like I've given Peter Cannon Thunderbolt as many chances. chances. <laughs> I'm going, I don't, I don't know. I, has, there, has there been... Like did DC do one a few years? Like I mean, I'm thinking back like in the nineties, yeah, 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 twenty yeah. something years ago, like a miniseries so. or something. Dynamite, you know, has done it before, mm-hmm. and have they? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know yeah. how long it's been since we had a. You know, yeah. this, was the, this was the analog for Ozymandias in uh, oh, Watchmen okay. Universe. Yeah. Peter Cannon Thunderbolt, and uh, we we talked about the passing of Gary Friedrich not too long ago, but Peter Cannon Thunderbolt was the first character he ever wrote. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. On uh, 184, we've got a new uh, Turok from uh, Dynamite, Uh, and it's by Ron Mars. Mm -hmm. And what stood out for me was this nice Bart Sears cover, because he has a history with the character from Valiant back in the day. Mm -hmm. Doesn't do a lot of comics art anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really like his work. Uh, This is kind of a cool cover. I don't know if I'll pick this up, but that's a reason for me, too. Why, why would they not, with Ron Mars, mention Witchblade as him being the writer on it? They choose a Marvel and a DC title. <laughs> people people know Marvel and DC, I guess. you know. Yeah. Yeah. This is a character that people come in and they'll like see. I've got like some of the old Dell reprints and hardcover and stuff mm-hmm. like that here. And people look at that and say, oh, Turok, I remember that. It's always about the video game, though. Oh, you know, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. People know Turok, but not about anything. Right, which is so random. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. On uh, 202, anybody got anything before that? 208 is my next thing. Okay, we've got the Vampirella 50th Anniversary Box, and this is sort of like the starter kit they had in the last catalog, where we have a uh, box here with Vampirella art on it, and then comes with some different trades, some collections of uh, Vampirella Master Series Volume 1 by Grant Morrison, uh, Trade Volume 1 Crown of Worms, and New Vampirella Our Lady of Sorrows Volume 1. So it looks like we've got some, you know, trades in the box here, and it's seventy dollars. Says it's a two hundred seventeen dollar value. So if you like Vampirella, you know, or know somebody that does, maybe yeah. a good way I, to get started on that. I almost at every single convention has somebody come in and ask for Vampirella. Really, I mean, mm-hmm. people still 
people still ask for this character. So yeah. uh, probably the thing I'm most excited about is in this catalog with Dynamite, but it's on page 204. Where we have the ad oh. for Army of Darkness versus Bubba Hotep, <laughs> which we should have here next month. We'll take a look and see. Uh, uh, Battle of the Bruce Campbells. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, page boom. 208, boom, we have the reboot, first issue reboot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. So, I guess they gave it, what, ten, ten, nine years as a series and then, like, three as a... Yeah, 11, just finished, season 11. Okay, so 11, all right. Course, yeah. And then now they're going to restart for the next generation of Buffy fans. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with some guidance from Joss Whedon. But, yeah, uh, and written we're supposed... by Jordi Bellari. Bellari? Belair. Belair? I don't know. Belair, Fresh Prince. Prince of Bel- <laughs> uh, Weird tangential side note. Uh, I had a bunch of punk kids walking through my neighborhood the other night singing the Fresh Prince yard. Fresh right. Prince theme song for some reason. Really? <laughs> yeah. I just rewatched the Parks and Rec episode where at the very beginning she goes through that entire. Uh, <laughs> I can see it. Uh, <laughs> 210, Firefly, number three. Three, shut three, up, Dan. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you were thinking it. <laughs> you knew you were thinking it. So, but third issue. Now, it doesn't say if this is an ongoing or a limited series. They've always been limited always series. Been. I mean, this it's point, Firefly. It's limited. It's limited. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> I had a guy come in today and actually talk about Firefly today, and his theory was that the whole reason the TV show was so um, short-lived was that it had the most horrible sound, uh, theme song of all time. That was it. <laughs> no idea. I actually never like, it, I so like I that know. theme song. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was the most annoying theme song ever. That's why it didn't last. I very think long. I even <laughs> bought it on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was funny. Oh, gosh. Okay. I don't have any until 306. Okay. So, so on uh, 263, kind of going into sort of the rest of the catalog now, the publishers. From Amulet Books, we've got a couple of Supergirl books that uh, tie into the TV show. We've got the Secret Files of Kara Danvers hardcover and Master of Illusion novel. And so these are prose books, but you know maybe if you've got someone that's a fan of the Supergirl show, maybe ties in a little better than the comics they're doing now. I, I actually I do want to back up 241. Who in the world has been buying Zombie Tramp to keep this title alive for 10 uh, years? Mike just got some the other I day. Did. I <laughs> really? got some in. Well, was, I was supposed to be one thing. They, they shorted said. you and like yeah. they switched up your order and said yeah. you Zombie oh, okay. Tramp instead. This, I thought I was really? going to apologize. I said it was actually ordering <laughs> it was, from it you. It was that, you, the variant that you had of the cap variant where he's dressed like the old Patriot. You oh, know, the 17, yeah, yeah. 70s Patriot. That's what I was supposed to get and I got right. three copies of Zombie Tramp. Yeah, you know, a classic <laughs> Jack Kirby cover or Zombie <laughs> Tramp. Yeah, mm, yeah, it's pretty comparable. You know, it's just like... I didn't realize Action Lab had been around for 10 years, yeah, let yeah. alone this title. So, yeah. In um, <laughs> Archie, we've got Blossoms 666 number one, which features the uh, Blossom siblings, and it looks like this is the new horror book from Archie. Oh, yeah. Not Malcolm Bialik's Blossom. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I wish this horror stuff would come out on a more regular basis mm-hmm. as much as it seems to be selling for them. Yeah, I think it's doing pretty well. How long has it been since Afterlife with Archie's been out? Oh my gosh, it's been over a year, right? For sure, a year. Yep. Uh, Let's see. What's where am I? Where am I at? Two eighty-eight. What am I looking at? Oh, Justice League: Hundred Greatest Moments hardcover by uh, Robert Greenberger. Uh, He's written several books about comics and things like that, and I think this one is sort of looking at some of the highlights of uh, the run of the Justice League. So that may be kind of a cool book to check out. Uh, 294, 
Uh, we've got the Mooncop hard, hardcover, which I think has been out before. I just remember this as this was a free comic book day offering kind of preview thing that seemed pretty cool. Uh, this is something I was interested in, just never gotten around to picking up. So that's in here. Uh, $2.99 from Famous Monsters of Filmland. Yeah. We've got some Shock Monster merchandise <laughs> featuring the old uh, Shock Monster mask from back in the day. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. They solicit, you know, they solicited all those T-shirts a few mm-hmm. months ago. All that stuff. I ordered all of them for me. They canceled them all. Canceled they don't want you. Pre-orders. They don't want you to be happy, Mike. I don't know. They don't. The world has conspired against you. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> they had had to be under ordered. Yeah. You know. I mean, especially a, a shirt like that. You're going to need a decent run. Yeah. To mm-hmm. you know, I would have there been a lot of people ordering those shirts. Think, though. You know, as I mean, much as people talk about the universe creature, monsters. you know, it's just right. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to order some stuff directly from Facebook. I tell you what, though, scary monsters will hook you up with a custom T-shirt like they did me. So maybe (laughs) check that out. Yeah. Just like, cancel them all. I was so disappointed. 306, Mm -hmm. we've got a bunch of little golden books. Uh, We've got a couple Star Trek ones. I am Captain Kirk and I am Mr. Spock, little golden books. Uh, There's also a Captain Marvel and Ant-Man and Wasp ones coming out. And then some Disney characters. Mm -hmm. I'm out till 3:55 now. Okay, so. well, 3:15 from Keen Spot. They got a book on Fortnite, you guys. Oh, no. Like the game Fortnite, Fortnite? but it's farts. <laughs> Get it, you guys? Yeah, <laughs> fart. Hopefully, things that are canceled for under ordering. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. <laughs> yes, did you notice that the blank cover has a brown logo? Ha 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 ha. On 3:31, uh, we've got Scary Monsters magazine number 111. Check that out. Uh, after that, we've got the Philip K. Dick, a comics biography hardcover. It's about the life of Philip K. Dick. Uh, what else do we got in here? 355. This has been out before, but they've got the Strankos History of Comics Volume 2. Uh, I've specifically read this one. It's a really great book. Uh, I think this was at the Library of SIU when I read it years ago. <laughs> Uh, it's something I keep meaning to pick up and keep forgetting about. So, so also on also nice on book. also on three fifty five, you have the life of Frederick Douglass from uh, Ten Speed Press, and not that you should get your uh, history facts from uh, Previews Magazine, but according to this, he was the most photographed individual of the nineteenth century. Oh, hmm. so hmm. there you go. There you go. Three sixty three is my next one. Um. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, just mention the next next issue of the 13th Doctor. Did finally get to see uh, a few episodes of Doctor Who with Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor. Doctor? Bleh, bleh, doctor. <laughs> um, the only thing I can say is that I feel like she's trying to channel David Tennant playing a female playing the Doctor <laughs> instead of just acting as she as if she were the doctor. So hopefully she'll get that lined out in a in a few uh, in a few episodes. <laughs> On a 366 from Tomorrow's Mm -hmm. Press, always making good quality stuff. We've got Marie Severin, the Mirthful Mistress of Comics cover about Marie Severin, which we just talked about on a previous Mm -hmm. episode. Sort about her life and career there. And I said I probably need to learn more about her, so that may obligate me to purchase this. Your opportunity. Mm -hmm. Uh, After that, in the manga section. You don't have to go there. (laughs) I'm not sure how to pronounce this, but Random VS ODC number one. Uh, looks like it's about a uh, interdimensional delivery service. Uh, I feel like I've heard of something like that before, uh, but this looks like it might be a kind of a neat, fun it's book. It's interdimensional. Yeah, it's totally uh, different. 
So is that all we have for this side of the catalog, yeah, yeah. everybody? Want to flip? So what merchandise? Nothing until fifty-four for me. So fifty-four. So. I've yep. got something on twenty-three. Right. You win. We've got the DC Ooh. Comic Gallery Batwoman PVC diorama. This is okay. one of the line of forty-five dollar statues, mm-hmm. and this looks really nice. It Maybe it's just this photo. I don't know, but this looks like a really cool sculpture here. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, the I think that the, this costume for Batwoman is like extremely striking. I just don't think they did the red underneath right in this picture. So maybe they'll come across better. Too it, dark. It's, it's you too mean? dark. Yeah. yeah, to me it's too dark because mm-hmm. it's 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 that really really visual how red that uh, right. mm-hmm. the under part of the cl- of the cape is. So right. I'm gonna bet that is darker. Probably. I'm gonna bet it's in contrast it's to the suit and the red mm-hmm. of the suit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They kind of did that too with the TV version. Did you oh. see that that picture yeah, they yeah. did? Yeah. And it's kind of reddish, but not really. On uh, page 27, we've got a bunch of uh, Marvel Netflix characters, mm-hmm. PVC figures. Uh, so if you want to get your Iron Fist, get it now, because they're That's probably right. not going to make much no, more of no, this. No, they're no. probably not. A couple pages before that on 25, the latest in their Legends in 3D half-scaled busts. For all you uh, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas fans out there, there's a nice half-scale bust of... Uh, Jack hey. Skellington. So. This is where you can put your Batman cow. Oh, oh there man. You go. That's it. <laughs> it's a perfect match. So there you go. All right. On uh, page 33, we've got the Batman Universe Collector's Bus, which I haven't bought any of these myself, but I've seen them here in the mm-hmm. store. They look pretty nice. Yeah. My thing is. Flash? Movie Flash? <laughs> it's, it's really random. And it's they, number 18, so it's uh, not like they're that deep into the Batman characters yeah, yet. Know, they did something really random a couple months ago, too, and I can't remember what it is. But yeah. there is a really nice-looking Batman Beyond. Yeah, and a, kind of an interesting penguin there. Yeah. It looks like Gru. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. Oh, my so, gosh. Yeah, Despicable Penguin. There, there you go. I mean, I, I understand that Batman was in the Justice League movie. Right. So I guess but that's yeah, the connection here, so. but it seems like a weird choice. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Right after that on 34 with the Star Trek collector's bus, here is Worf with his bat list, mm-hmm. how he should be, not scratching his, his back. Those look rather threatening. On uh, 41, we've got DC Heroes, Black Adam, and Shazam polystone uh-huh. statues. Uh so Shazam in particular, this looks pretty Alex Ross to me. Yeah. It looks like they've changed it enough to where they don't have to credit or pay Alex mm-hmm. Ross, if I had to guess. Yeah. This pose looks almost identical to the Kingdom yeah, Come Shazam absolutely. statue that they did. Back and even in the day. even just the texture on the sash and the uh, logo and stuff mm-hmm. like that looks a lot like Alex yeah. Ross's depiction. So they may just repurpose that and tweak the portrait a little bit so they don't have yeah. to pay Alex. Uh, after that, on page 42, we've got the DC Multiverse Signature Collection action figures by uh, Mattel. Uh, I haven't; these are out in stores. I haven't seen any around us oh, yeah. anywhere with these. But we've got a Val Kilmer Batman, a John Wesley Ship Flash, which is coming back, know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a Linda Carter Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are interesting figures. I would I would probably like to have all these if I could actually see what they look like in real life. Yes, you could. But uh, some nicer action figures there from Mattel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a whole bunch of retro DC stuff on the next couple pages. Yeah. Migo Super Friends. Friends. Yeah. Yep. Migo like Super yeah. Friends. Yeah. I think that's Figures Toy Company actually produces those. But yeah, mm-hmm. very Migos yeah, style. Sure. Page 44 is the latest offerings from Tweeterhead, who is my current 
higher end go to statue people at this point. You know, we had the Batman a couple of months ago. This is a different version of it where he's just the black, you know, black cowl boots, trunks, gloves, and everything. And then the the yellow oval's not around the logo on the chest. So this is just a variant, they're calling it that. And then underneath that's the superpowers Robin maquette. And again, you do see Robin stuff. I think I mentioned it before. You do see Robin stuff, but this to me looks more like the Robin just before he becomes Nightwing. Nightwing. You know, yeah, so it's it looks like an older Robin. Dick Grayson Robin. Mm -hmm. You know, an older Dick Grayson How Robin. How gigantic so kinda... is this Dick Grayson, though, standing on top of a church like that? I know. Yeah, he's big. <laughs> he's a big boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Batman's a little bit more sensible on a gargoyle. The gargoyle right. looks kind of small for him, but that big church. So, all right. Let's see what Good else do we got in here. 54, you for 54? Uh, 52. Okay. We've got the 112 Collective Marvel Cyclops action figure. It looks like a higher-end kind of Cyclops. I mean, you usually see this stuff with Wolverine, and I think they've done Wolverine in this, but, you know. Mm, they have. and they've Cyclops done usually gets the short Deadpool end of the stick and, yeah. with that. So. <laughs> then, these are really nice figures. They even did a Space Ghost in this. It's really yeah. nice. They did, you know, these Mego or... Uh, no, Mezco, isn't that 112? I think yeah. those, those. Yeah, they're really nice figures. Page 54, we got some Marvel retro six-inch figures that are packaged like the Toy Biz line. Yeah, from uh, the 90s. Yeah, Joshua Hines, looking at you. Yeah. So you get uh, Black yeah. Panther, Ant-Man, Hawkeye, Vision, Wasp, and Scarlet Spider to complete that collection. Yeah, I got, <laughs> I've got, i got the uh, brown costume Wolverine that they did like this, mm. and I love that figure. It oh, is yeah. so nice. <laughs> it's really well articulated. You can put him in a crouching pose. You know, it's really nice Wolverine figure, and it came with a uh, alternate mask that was sort of like the ring one that the old figure came with back in the '90s. <laughs> the ring so, one? Yeah, he had a mask. His mask uh, attached to the head of the figure like a ring, so you could also wear oh. it as a ring oh, as part of the play features. So there was an alternate mask like that with the new figure. Huh? Very cool. On uh, 56, we've got the Predator Ultimate Jungle Hunter 7-inch action figure. I was kind of looking for some Predator figures a while back and found one similar to this that they did that was uh, out of print, basically, and was going for the cheapest I could find it for was $90 then mm -hmm. by NECA. This is uh, $30, though, so maybe I'll pick this one up. There you go. <laughs> I don't have any the 111, so... On a 58, we've got a Sriracha 3-inch plush charm. <laughs> if you want a little <laughs> Sriracha bottle charm to carry around with you. All right. On a 60, we've got Star Trek The Next Generation Master Series Latinum Edition. Not Platinum, Latinum Edition. Locutus uh. Mini Master. So a nice little uh, Picard's Locutus there. Uh, then we've got the Pop Section and Funko. Oh, We've got the Thundercat Savage World Action Figures, which is part of this uh, retro line of figures they're doing now. Uh, again, I think these probably are out in stores right now. I think they just came out. I haven't seen any in real life yet, but mm -hmm. I've seen some reviews of these where they look like really nice figures. So in the catalog, when it says previously solicited and new to order, yes. where is that coming from? Just online. Just they, online. They offer okay. these things online. Through the Diamond website before they put them in. It's usually several months before they put them in a catalog. Okay. So uh, After that, we've got the Rick and Morty Pickle Rick Ratsuit 18-inch Galactic Plush. <laughs> if you want a plush uh, Pickle Rick. Mm -hmm. Austin Powers pops. And, yeah. and they just announced number four as a go. Have the they? Austin Powers movie. I, 
I saw that. I keep know. I keep getting teased with it. I'll yeah. believe it when I see a trailer. Yeah. I think. Maybe it was like a, just a pop up thing on my Google. You know, uh, to get the news headlines. It says yes, yeah, confirmed as a go. We'll see. Something is going on, people. Something mm-hmm. exciting going on outside. If yeah. you can hear it. So. Uh, on sixty four, we've got the married with children uh-huh. figures. <laughs> yeah. We've got Marvel holiday figures where Groot is decorated like a Christmas tree. (laughs) And from the Marvel Spider-Man video game is some uh, pops featuring those versions of the characters. Uh, 66, there's Brady Bunch pops. Poor Jan. There's no Jan, (laughs) but we get an Alice. (laughs) (laughs) So really, we're going to do five of the six kids. I mean, not saying I'm a big Jan fan, but... Maybe she think, didn't sign off on the license. I don't know. Do you think know. it's a joke? Do you think yeah. it may be just a joke? Maybe. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. There you go. You Look, know, she'll be next one. Or middle child. I, 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 I mean. There'll only be like one per case. They'll just yeah. ship one per case. One oh. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they have to worry about likeness rights with Pops. I know, right? It seems like she wouldn't really have a say. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying she shouldn't. Right. But I'm just saying that, you know, it's not like she owns the character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. That just struck me. As after odd. that, on 67, we have some uh, Flash Pops from the TV show. And here we're getting a regular Jay Garrick because the previous Jay Garrick pop that was released through the DC Legion of Collectors box was the evil Jay Garrick from oh, the TV show. So, this is the good so here's the regular Jay Garrick if you're wanting that. Um, Let's see. Uh, on 88. Yeah, 111. We've got the Alien Titans Alien Queen vinyl figure, which features glow-in-the-dark teeth and some claws and stuff. Looks kind of neat. Real cartoony kind of take on that character. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of inappropriate statues. Uh, on page 95, <laughs> yes. we've got Astro Lad vinyl figure designed by Ashley Wood. Mike, this has nothing to do with Astro Boy. Why would you no, even say that? I don't know. He's a completely I'm unique just, character. You read my mind. I don't know what you know. Thinking. Just I'm going to stop you right there. All right. It's Ashley Wood's original creation. Completely That's right. different. Mm-hmm. Totally. That's right. Totally non-actionable. Exactly. <laughs> On a 105, we've got a couple interesting Star Wars entries. We've got the Star Wars. I don't know how to pronounce this. <laughs> C3PO May Show movie realization. Which is sort of a samurai version of C-3PO, oh, uh, like they've done with some of the other characters. I really like his fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then we've Big got a Star Wars Return of the Jedi Darth Vader 112th uh, scale plastic model kit oh. for 38 That doesn't seem like that bad. No. 112th scale, so you're about a 6-inch figure probably. So. Uh, Page 111, we got, we got the, the Marvel Comics Tomb Tumblers uh, glasses. I just always thought these were cool looking. Oh, yeah, these so. are And these used, these seem like they were all over the place a couple years mm-hmm. ago, and they're Every getting a little harder to find yeah. now. So, um, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, and a Venom vs. Carnage uh, oh. uh, tumbler. So. On uh, 113, we've got some Black Hammer Series 1 enamel pin set. We've got Black Hammer, Golden Gale, and Barbalian. So, if you're a fan of that, maybe get some pins. On uh, 114, we've got some Doctor Who merchandise, and we have the 11th Doctor Sonic Screwdriver bottle opener. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then there's the Doctor Who TARDIS jewelry box <laughs> that opens up. You can keep your jewelry there. So A lot of jewelry. you got a fan of Doctor Who that needs some jewelry. Or a place to put their That's jewelry. Put, mm-hmm. Yeah. On uh, 119, we've got Mystery Science Theater film critics pins. I just bought pins of these guys a few months ago, <laughs> and now these are very similar pins mm. of the bots, but I'll probably check those out. Were they too. official pins? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they've been official. There's been a wealth of official merchandise now. Okay. 
on a 122 some uh, Rick and Morty pins some more pickle Rick here a <laughs> couple of different variations there you can get and uh, Mr. Meeseeks or a golfing Mr. Meeseeks and a scary a young scary Terry <laughs> uh, after that on 123 we've got the Star Wars Darth Vader Darth Vader mm-hmm. lightsaber barbecue tongs <laughs> uh <laughs> Okay, maybe thirty nine bucks though, forty forty dollars for that. I don't, I, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't either. Huh. Uh, game section. Yeah, page uh, got a few things in the game section. Page one thirty from Cryptozoic. We have Challenge of the Super Friends card game. So if you want to go retro seventies for a card game, uh, here you go. My only complaint is they also do the DC deck builder game. This is a different mechanic, so you won't be able to yeah. enter use the cards. But unfortunately. this is this is its own thing, though. This right? is its like, own this thing. This is all I need to play in theory. In theory, this is all that you would need to play. Okay. Is but even with the other ones, that's all you would need to play, even if okay. it worked with the other card line. So this doesn't work with the other card line. So but I can just I can just pick this up and start playing, and I'm good. Apparently, yeah. As long as you had a friend to play with. Do you have any friends? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on page 133, <laughs> from uh, Mattel, we've got Escape Room in a game box. Yes. Which I, that sounds like an interesting concept. It kind of reminds me that uh, Decipher used to put out all these uh, uh, murder mystery uh, dinner games. Oh yeah. Yeah. So this is this is be like one of those things you can get together with a group of friends and and work through this. So it's yeah, like, and, hey, and 30 it's thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's on a timer, right? Or something, um, you know. Or, I didn't even read oh, that. Indeed, I didn't yeah. read that. Much, I thought it was. Like it well, let me look. Now that set I a timer. That. Set a timer. Yeah, grab okay, some yeah. pencils and get ready to solve satisfying two okay. D and three D puzzles. So, I, I do think that's kind of kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, on one thirty-five, I don't know if this is a brand I'm unfamiliar with, but we have Star Trek Conflict. Like not conflict. conflict. That says conflict in the neutral zone. I don't know if that's huh. referring to something in the game. Or if this is a series. Okay, there was a... I haven't played it yet. There's a, there's actually like a flick game where you have spaceships and it's like you pop them as almost like tiddlywinks where you're popping oh, really? them up in the oh, air. Okay. So I bet you are actually flicking these uh, ships would be would be my guess. Uh, you must use um, your attack ship to hit an opponent's ship off the planet of, or board. Okay, so yeah. So Okay, uh, so it makes a little more sense. <laughs> so it's not a typo. All right. <laughs> uh, back on 131 from Green Ronin Publishing. Anybody who's a fan or a completist for The Expanse, there is now an RPG um, hardcover coming out. Uh, actually, it's a hardcover and a Game Master's kit, so there's two products coming out. Um, I'm not a big RPGer, but just to be just for the information that might be in this about the Expanse universe, I will probably be picking these up. And that's all I had. Uh, on 142, kind of going into the graffiti T-shirt section, we've got some Batman Damn T-shirts, which we talked about in our previous episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like all the stuff people were talking about this book isn't represented on these shirts. I know. I don't and I don't feel like there should be another third shirt in there. <laughs> uh, right after that, though, we've got the a Venom uh, Batman t-shirt of Batman Detective number 164. It's kind of a classic old school cover, sort of sepia tone looking here. It looks kind of neat. Again, not in my size, so I won't be getting that, but that's the story of my life. <laughs> And I think that's all I had yeah, in this catalog. You guys about wrapped no. up? I got I got a list of blank covers again for okay. anybody who might be interested. So Age of X-Men Alpha, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man 1, Conan the Barbarian 1. I'll probably grab a, two or three of those myself. Guardians of the Galaxy 1, Barbarella Dejora Thoris 1, Elvira Shape of Elvira 1, Casper the Friendly Ghost, yeah. Young Justice, 
Random View, whatever that title was. There, there's a blank cover for that one. Casper's <laughs> Ghostland, and of course, the brown logoed Fartnite. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Toilet humor. All right. Will that do it? That I think it, so. It. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this uh, monthly trip through the previews catalog. Remember, if. Uh, if there's anything that uh, caught your ear that you'd be interested in, my order has to be in by November 26th. Uh, just stop in the store, give us a call, 618-457-6011. Message me on Facebook, just the Facebook page, Campus Comics. Also, we do have, for those of you who are more of Twitter people, Dan has taken <laughs> on the responsibility of maintaining the campus comics twitter feed so you know subscribe i don't even i need to learn how to subscribe just subscribe there to you it. just okay. follow it yes <clears throat> follow it there you go at campus underscore comics underscore remember that. don't forget the underscore deal get somebody else yeah that's it that <laughs> hasn't been active for what two thousand days but we can't we can't uh, yeah. get oh well, we'll, we'll move on from that yeah okay <laughs> anyway so if you do hear something just stop by the store here at 816 east main street uh right on main street in carbondale again phone number 618-457-6011 um hope you enjoyed this and scott your info yeah scott reed www.bergcomics.com we're out of convention season now so mm -hmm. it's gonna be march from back in any shows but if you uh are looking for something and you can't find it at Campus Comics, then check my website for the link to my eBay store. And I've got 300 or so listings up there at the current time, so maybe there'll be something that you're looking for. And this is Dan Brown. You can find me, as always, on Twitter at Detective651 and on WordPress and DeviantArt. I uh, just kind of wrapped up Inktober, uh, and I published uh, articles on 31 Comic Street for Halloween. Uh, it's 31 comics you can read any time, though, if you want. They're all still there. You can check out the <laughs> reviews. And again, also follow the Campus Comics Twitter, too. So, all right. Well, I guess that'll do it for this month. And uh, we'll see you next, or talk to you next time. Won't we'll see you. Hopefully, we will. <laughs>